Welcome to Lead with Less, the podcast for confident professionals with me, your host, Tash Peterson, Certified Leadership and Mindset Coach. This is the podcast for confident professionals that will help you move through overwhelm, burnout and self-doubt by sharing actionable strategies and practical steps that can have an immediate impact for you. With a mix of solo and guest episodes, I will share everything I've learned and applied over the last decade that has enabled me to create an extremely successful HR career and since then a profitable and thriving coaching business, all while blending it with everyday life and motherhood. I've also coached and empowered over 150 clients through one-on-one coaching and group programs to transform their lives and careers using these strategies. They now confidently thrive as their best selves and now I want you to have access to all of the goods too. This is the perfect spot if you're new to your career, a seasoned professional or aspiring into a people leadership role and want to lead with less so you can live and work with more confidence, clarity and energy. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Lead With Less. This one is all about comparison. Now, this is a topic that I personally am constantly working through, constantly trying to navigate and really keep my brain in check with. And this is also a topic that I'm constantly and consistently talking about with clients. Comparison is so prevalent. It's honestly almost just like part of day-to-day life right and that's actually just even gotten worse with social media and the access to quote-unquote people's lives even though we're only seeing a glimpse of people's lives but the opportunities to compare are more than ever you know back in the day when I was growing up you only really had the chance to compare when you're at school or maybe if you were playing sports you might compare with your teammates or you know other people around you but it was so limited to those interactions when we were actually with people whereas now today we are able to honestly compare lying in bed by yourself you're comparing right because there's social media we just have access to so much more which makes comparison an even more dangerous or prevalent problem or challenge that we regularly need to stay in check with reflect on and be very mindful of And so I really wanted to record this episode to really talk about why is it that we compare, like what's actually the psychology behind why we find ourselves comparing, how we can actually, how you can move through comparison, so how you can move from envy to empowerment, so how can you really shift from something that makes you feel really low or negative or down into something that can be empowering for you. And then some additional mindset shifts and some additional mindset prompts that can help you if you might find yourself stuck or spiraling in moments of comparison. I really, really, really want to say that this is an ongoing practice. This is not something that you will listen to this episode and be like, I've nailed comparison. I'm never going to compare again because like, I mean, that might work for you. I don't know. Definitely not in my case. Definitely not with the people that I work with, but it's something that we can become more conscious of and something that we can definitely catch more often if you've listened to the mindset rewire episode around the three c's way to rewire your mindset catch challenge change method that can also be really helpful when you're finding yourself stuck in comparison so let's just kick straight into it why do we compare so the psychology behind comparison essentially comes from the fact that we are social animals we're social beings and we 
do better and we thrive when we are parts of communities and parts of groups, right? Back in the day, back in the primal ages, we survived in groups. If you were out on your own, you were more likely to die, right? You're more likely to be attacked by, you know, animals or other tribes. So we lived and survived in groups because we had the protection of groups. We found where we fit within groups and that's also how we thrived. So and this is also still true today. Even though we are finding ourselves in a time where we're actually a little bit more disconnected than ever, we still find comfort, safety, and love in groups, right? That's why we always seek partnership. That's why we, you know, seek to have close groups of friends, close family members, all of those things. So when we are in are in social groups or when we are in groups comparing yourself to others serves as an orientation to see where you stand in the group so this is the psychology so this is what psychologists talk about when we talk about when they talk about comparison comparing is what gives you an orientation it's it's how your brain tells you where you fit right where you fit within the group and then it tells your brain whether based on where you fit based on where you sit within quote-unquote the hierarchy whether you need to improve your performance or your position within that group or whether you are happy to stay where you are and so this is essentially what is happening all the time right like when you are looking at instagram or looking at facebook or tiktok or linkedin or you know talking to your friends what your brain is constantly doing is like okay so where are they relative to where i am is where they are where i want to be should i be doing more should I be working harder should I be getting better or am I happy to be where I am and this is what allows us to or this is also what then drives an aspect of our self-improvement right if we look at someone and we go oh they're more successful than me or they're better than me I actually want to be there then it gives us an upward momentum into self-improvement it means that we are more that we are willing or, or wanting to better improve Another way that we also compare the brain, the way that the brain does it is what is called downward comparison. When we compare ourselves to people that we consider worse off than us. So we, you know, might look at people and be like, oh, okay, my life isn't that bad. Or, oh, okay, my life isn't that challenging. So maybe it's okay where I am. Not necessarily saying that's a good thing, but this is the way that the brain works. And it was really interesting when I was doing research on this episode, I definitely can see or notice my behavior when I upward compare so when I compare myself to other people who I deem to be better than me or more successful than me and I really have to be conscious of whether that comparison is accurate and true or whether it's relevant to me but I also have also become more conscious when I downward compare so when I look at other people I'm like oh, okay well my life isn't that hard or like oh, okay well things aren't that bad for me that doesn't necessarily make me feel good however it can give me a sense of how would I say it a sense of reality of is my brain making things harder than they are when in reality there are things that are actually a lot harder or there there's ways that this could be a lot more difficult more challenging that maybe I'm not you know allowing myself to recognize that actually <laughs> things are actually pretty good right now but additionally the psychologist that I was doing some research on uh, psychologist Pia Linden what she actually said, which I don't necessarily agree with, but one of the statements that she said was that comparison is absolutely necessary in helping us to answer the age-old question of who are we. 
Now, to some extent, I can understand where that observation comes from. It helps us to, again, gauge where we are, whether we want to improve, whether we want to stay where we are, you know, all of those things. But I don't necessarily agree that in order to identify or really acknowledge or understand who we really are, we have to compare to other people. I think comparison can sometimes give us a contrast to, you know, ask bigger questions, which I'm going to get to in a moment around how we can turn this into empowerment. I think it can offer us the opportunity to ask questions to understand more. I personally don't think it's actually necessary to compare in order for us to really identify who we really are, because who we really are isn't dependent on who someone else is or who someone else isn't. Who we are is dependent on who we really want to be, the kind of life that we want to live, how we want to feel, and finding truth and acceptance in what that is for each of us. And if we make it conditional on comparison of what other people are doing or not doing or where they are or where they're not in their life, is what we're truly defining truly ours. Yes, we might use it as a guidepost, you know, as I was saying before around like, okay, this is where they are. Maybe that's also where I want to be, but that we can really sit with that reflection and going, okay, if I say that's maybe where I want to be, where is that coming from? Where is that drive coming from? Is it because I'm actually only seeing that in someone else? Or is there something truly deeply within me that is pushing me to want to move into that? So that was just something interesting that came up when I was researching about this, because I think comparison can be empowering in and of itself if we're using it in a way that enhances us to move forward in a way that is always truly aligned with ourselves. But then equally, comparison can also be very dangerous where we are constantly moving towards something external to us because it quote-unquote looks good or it sounds good for someone else or it looks good in someone else's life. And this is something that we always just need to be really conscious of. And it's something that we can very quickly fall into the trap of because it's so in our faces all the time that we have to be more vigilant about what we're looking at, what we are consuming, what we're noticing, what we're paying attention to, and making sure that what we're paying attention to is empowering to us in a way that helps us to become more of who we want to be and where we want to go. I'd really, really, really love to hear your input and to hear your perspective on this because I can only share my perspective. I can only share my perception of what I see, what I work through with clients, and also what I research and what I look at and what my interpretation of that is. So I'd really love to get to know what your thoughts are in comparison and how it shows up for you. Now that we know what it is, why it's there, that it is essentially a core part of how our brain was put together in terms of how we survive, how we interact and fit within social groups and in social norms. I wanted to share three very key specific things on how you can move envy or comparison into empowerment. So how you can move sometimes that pang of envy, that pang of jealousy that you feel into something that is actually self-empowering for you. So the first thing is to ask yourself, is what I'm comparing myself to or feeling envious about something that is actually important and of value to me? In other words, is what I am envious about something that I actually want? 
Now, this is probably the fundamental question because we are constantly being bombarded with what we think we should want, what we think we should have, right? This is the epitome of capitalism, right? More, 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 do more, be more, have more. And often it's used as a filler to what it is that we're actually experiencing and feeling. And so when you find yourself feeling that pang of jealousy and envy and the way that it comes up for me is I notice it in my body. So when I'm maybe scrolling Instagram or scrolling social media or I'm seeing something or I hear something from friends or from what people are saying and I feel that kind of knot in my stomach and I almost like feel that heaviness in my heart of like, I'm not good enough, right? Where I am, who I am, what I am right now is not good enough because it's not what they're talking about. It's not what they have. It's not what they're doing. That's how I notice it in my body. And I notice this urge to want to kind of know more and like dive into it and kind of get consumed by it as a way to, you know, almost soothe the discomfort that I'm feeling. And what I've had to learn over the years and something that Kyle's always prompted me on when I kind of go into comparison spirals and he, you know, does a great job in helping to pull me out as well, is he'll ask, is it actually what you want? And I sometimes have to sit with that for quite a while to really unpack or unravel, okay, this is what I'm seeing from their post. This is what I'm seeing from what they've said or hearing from what they've said. Is that actually what I want? Is that something that is actually of value to me? Is that something that aligns with my definition of success and helps and will help me to feel more successful in who I am and what I do? Is the way that they are showing up, is what they're doing, is how they're being, is the way that they're talking, the things that they're buying, is that the way that I want to be? Are those the things that I want to buy? Is that the way that I want to live? Is that how I want to work? Like really, really, really challenging the brain on what it thinks it wants, what it thinks it should want, the word should. As soon as we have should, oh, I should want that, I should have that, I should buy that. That is also another big signal to really question whether that is something that you need to be paying attention to. I can honestly guarantee you that seven to nine times out of ten, I say that because <laughs> I can't 100% say for certain nine times out of ten, but seven to nine times out of ten, what you're comparing to in someone else isn't actually aligned with what it is that you want. It's just very quickly the primal part of the brain the primal part of the brain's wiring and its need to compare to find its footing within the group, its natural reaction is to compare. And so we need to then override that with the conscious brain and go, okay, I see this is what you're doing, but is this actually what I want? Is what I'm seeing, hearing of value to me and importance to me? And then here come the subsequent points. So this might take a bit of time. And more often than not, that first question is what I'm comparing myself to or feeling envious about something I actually want. That may really happen in the moment, but it may happen in reflection, right? It may happen post the moment, being like, oh, okay, I found myself comparing. What was it? Let me sit with that. Let me understand it. So that the next time it happens, the space between it happening and then reflecting and moving through it will become smaller and smaller. 
Then the second point is, if the answer to that first question is what I'm comparing myself to or feeling envious about something that I actually, that is actually important and value and of value to me, if it's not, this is where you tell your brain, okay, what I'm seeing is great for them, but it's not aligned or great for me. So being able to acknowledge that is really awesome for them. I'm so excited for them. I'm so stoked for them. I'm happy for them that that's what they're doing, that that's what, you know, the decisions that they're making, that's what, you know, how they're moving through life. But in reality, for me, that's not true or aligned for me. And you can be like, great. I had some shiny object syndrome. <laughs> I, got, I got dazzled by the shiny things in someone else's life. And there is a lot of power in being able to go, ah, this is so great for them. I can be happy for them and not mean that I have to have that for me. Because again, right, everyone has different values. Everyone has different definitions of success. Everyone has a different vision for their life, which is why everyone makes their own unique decisions. That's why everyone does what they do and why we aren't all doing the same thing, because we're not all the same people. Now, the third point is, if it is, so if the answer to is when I'm comparing myself to or feeling envious about something that is actually important and of value to me, if the answer is yes, this is your prompt to use this as inspiration. So if what you are seeing in that person, in terms of their idea of success, the decisions that they're making, you're like, actually, that is where I want to go. That is more of what I want to have. That is more of who I want to be. I can go, great. If I can see that within them, I can then know that it is possible for me, right? It's in my line of sight. I can see it. I can see it within them. It's now represented there. So I now have the ability to create that for myself. It might look, it might look exactly the same, or it might be a slightly different modified version of that. But ultimately what I'm seeing is what I want. So if what I'm seeing and what I'm comparing to is what I do want, so again, really deeply reflect on your definition of success, your values, your vision for your life, making sure that it is really what you want. Then what you can do is look at that as inspiration and go, okay, if they can do it, how can I do that? How can I do that for myself? What could that pathway look like for me? What are the decisions that I need to make? Who is it that I need to be in order to create that reality for myself? If there is a lot of gray there that you're just not sure how to answer those questions, then reach out to them. That's the opportunity to reach out and go, hey, I'm really inspired about what you're doing, how you're showing up, who you're being, what you've created for yourself. I'd really love to learn from you. I'd really love to understand how you created that, how you got there so that I can see how I can do that for myself. And also with these things that you see that are inspiring and expanding you're like wow they're doing that that means it's possible I want to do more of that you can then add that to your vision of life and now you're making your vision clearer you're refining your vision more and more by what you're seeing is possible because one of the good things about comparison is one of the ways that you can use comparison in a really powerful way is expanding your idea of what's possible expanding your options and opportunities 
Equally, you could look at comparison and be like, oh, they're so successful. I could never be that. I could never do that. Oh, they're just lucky. And oh, this and oh, that. We can then also turn it into something that's very limiting. We can close ourselves off to possibility, but equally we can turn it into be like, wow, there's possibility there. I may not do it exactly like them, but they're showing me the possibility of being able to do something similar. And again, that comes back to the mindset and which way am I choosing to look at this? But this is those, that one fundamental question and then the two subsequent questions from there is literally the core of how you can move comparison and envy into empowerment. You either look at what's possible and you move towards or you acknowledge that what you're seeing is not actually what you really want and you are happy to follow your own path. And the more that you practice that, the more you practice that again and again and again, the simpler and more identifiable it becomes over time. But it is a practice. So if that's the only thing you take away from this episode, write it down, put it somewhere where you can see it, especially if you find yourself quite prone to comparison and it becoming something that keeps you stuck, that will really, really, really help to shift things. And I just wanted to share a couple of other things, a couple of other mindset reminders when it comes to shifting comparison and envy into empowerment is, and I already covered this into the first point, but get super, super clear on what you want your life to look and feel like. Get super, super clear on who you are. Because if you are not clear about who you are and what you want for your own life, comparison is literally going to riddle your life in every way because if there is nothing anchoring you and grounding you in terms of what you want and how you want life to be you will always have shiny object syndrome about what you're seeing everywhere else go back to episode two of the podcast really sit with creating your own definition of success your own definition of your life vision and let that be the grounder for you The second thing is look at your own gains. Comparison can quickly make it feel like there are a lot of gaps in your life, like there are a lot of things that you haven't done, you don't have, you're not enough, all of these things. So you have to actively look at the gains, right? Where have you gained in your life? Where have you moved through so much to get to where you are? Where have you grown? Where have you created so much for yourself? Recognize the gains that you have versus the gaps that you see the brain is biased towards seeing the gaps it's a it's biased towards seeing the negative so you have to consciously look at the gains look at the ways that you have grown expanded created your for yourself and for your life and i can guarantee you the more you pay attention to that the more you'll realize that you can grow and expand your life from there the third reminder is recognize the small snippet of what you're seeing compared to the big picture what you're seeing on any aspect of social media probably even in conversations with people you're only seeing a small snippet when they talk about their relationships being amazing or their business being effortless or their career being smooth sailing or their babies being miracles and you know quote-unquote good babies like are you only seeing the snippet or hearing only the snippet in that moment Nine times out of ten, you're not seeing all of the other stuff, right? So be conscious of what you're comparing to. Are you comparing based on the whole picture? Like, can you guarantee that you are literally looking at every aspect of that person's life? 
versus just that one tiny picture or that one story. Because this can very quickly put comparison back in its place when you realize that that you're not necessarily comparing like for like. That you can't look at one picture and be like, oh, that's their whole life, when in reality it's probably not. Challenge your brain and ask, am I seeing everything? Am I truly comparing in a like-for-like way? Or am I just making this one thing that I'm hearing or seeing mean that that's the truth for their whole life? And the fourth thing is decrease where your comparison flares up. I'm all about being expanded, being challenged, being curious to different perspectives and being curious to different ways of thinking. I'm all about that. But where it makes you shut down, where it makes you doubt everything about yourself, where it makes you not want to show up, where it makes you not want to move forward in your life, that's no longer helpful. That's no longer expanding. That's no longer challenging you to grow. So unfollow, mute, unsubscribe, take time away to pull yourself back from the clutches of comparison it doesn't have to be forever it doesn't mean you have to mute people forever and not engage or anything but give yourself enough of a break that it helps put you back into your own lane that it helps you focus on what matters most which is yourself and your life again if what you're seeing is expanding you and driving you and uplifting you and motivating you go hard by all means go for it. But if it is causing you to shut down, to doubt, to not make any moves, to not do anything, something needs to change. There needs to be limits put onto that. And again, it doesn't have to be forever. So I'm going to finish this episode there. I think I covered the main points that I really wanted to cover here. But ultimately, the powerful question is, is what I'm comparing myself to or feeling envious about something that is actually important and of value to me? Is it something that I really want? And is it the way that I want to be, live, work, and show up in the world? If it is, let it be expansive. Let it be possible. Let it create opportunities. If it's not, recognize that that's what's great for them. And it doesn't mean that it has to be great for you. But be super clear on your own vision. Be super clear on who you are so that that grounds you, so that becomes your North Star. Look at your own gains. Look at where you are great and amazing and made huge moves in your life. Focus on the gains. Recognize whether you are comparing the small snippets to the whole picture. Are you seeing the whole picture for what it is? And lastly, decrease where your comparison flares up. Allow yourself the grace to be who you are you don't have to be tapped into everything all the time give yourself the space you need to be more present and focused on what matters most which is your life so let me know what you think let me know if this episode has been really helpful for you i hope it's given you some insights to challenge your own brain i hope that it's given you ways that you can use comparison in an empowering way versus a crippling way and Yeah, I hope that it helps you to move forward in a really, really aligned way in your life. So let me know what you think. Send me an email and don't forget to leave a review or share this podcast with anyone else who would benefit. Thank you for listening to this episode of Lead With Less, the podcast for confident professionals with me, Tash Peterson. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and take a moment to leave a review on iTunes. As a thank you, each month, one lucky reviewer will get a 45-minute one-to-one coaching session with me where you will get the tools and strategies to lead with less burnout, overwhelm, and self-doubt. 
And if you know anyone who could benefit from listening to the show, then please do share this with them and help me reach as many confident professionals as possible. 